Welcome to episode seven to You Good, So We Good. So on this episode, we're just hitting up uh, current trends, topics, but more importantly, um, the trauma, the effects, uh, education, voting, um, self-responsibility, racial reconciliation. What else are we talking about on this episode? Um, we're just talking about the, the sense and the call for change in the organism and in the person and just... <laughs> We all with organism, but go ahead. My bad. Uh, we're just talking about all those different things. What's to be done right now yes. in these timorous times? Uh, what can we? What can be done that has or hasn't happened? And uh, just highlighting those great quotes. And I got a quote to read that was our kind of like our anchor quote. quote. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. And that's quoted so, by James Baldwin. So it's just those different things that uh, we're highlighting on on this episode. Tune in and, uh, and we'll love to hear your perspective or just hear ours. Yes. And this episode is brought to you by Heath Film and Photo, as always. Heath Film and Photo Studio. But if you want pictures or video done, you can also go over to HeathFilmPhoto.com and reach out to me. But if you want a, your own podcast or anything of that nature, need help um, getting your podcast out there to the world or anything like that, please still go over to HeathFilmPhoto.com and reach out to me and I'll be more than happy to get you started. But without any further ado, enjoy this episode seven of You Good, So We Good. Hey, welcome to our podcast. My name is Lola. My name is Tola. And this is our podcast, You Good, So, so We good. good. This is episode seven. Seven. <laughs> seven of our podcast. And um, I think it's definitely a conversation that we need to have, um, especially with, with everything that's going on. Um, crazy, our podcast. Heard. And this is the question where we're going to talk about. What can be done now that has or has not happened? What can be done in these timberest times? <laughs> yeah, told us with that question and that word. Um, we just wanted to switch it up. Um, but yeah, so what can be done um, now that hasn't been done? Um, of course, uh, as a black woman and a Nigerian woman here in America, all these things are definitely in our face. And actually, we're living in those type of experiences. Um so yeah, what the history, everything that's going on, Tola, what's some stuff you wanted to share about what you just realized? Um, um with everything that's going on or just in general. The, the backstories. The yeah. What I've learned. Yes. Um, for me, uh it for starting off, it was just the whole concept. I remember I was in high school and I had this teacher, she was a sub teacher, and I don't know what possessed me to be like, Hey, um, I've always had this kind of connotation to not call people kind of black I don't say I don't say that's a black person because I started to realize well when I go to the store I don't look for black makeup I look for cappuccino or toffee you know that's the color I'm looking for so I asked I said so what color is your makeup and she was like well I use ivory the foundation that I use is the color ivory so it made me realize even when you look down to the crayon it's white and then it's black like it's the, the simplicity of a crayon compared to the diversity in makeup made me realize that we have kind of naturally been placed into the simplicity of de- describing human beings whose complexions are so complex. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. as I started to get older, I mean, sometimes I still stay black or white, but sometimes I'd be like Caucasian or African-American. <laughs> and they'd be like, and people look at me like Caucasian. You know what I mean? Like, Caucasian and African, you know, African American, yeah. because I'm kind of wanting to get myself out of that whole simplicity of understanding the 
how diverse people could really be mm-hmm. on top of culture and everything like that. And then ethnicity, you know, everybody is mixed with something or there, there is some, it's so much into it. So I've learned at a very young age to educate myself and then going back to the science of it, how people are, what melanin actually is. Melanin is the pigment that gives human skin, hair, eye color, and eyes their color. Dark skinned people have more melanin in their skin in their skin than light-skinned people have. So it's a science thing. It's a, it's a chemical thing of your, your skin. Mm-hmm. So And it goes back to, you think of continents. Uh, people in certain countries in Africa are darker because it's, it's hotter in Africa. The equi- All those different factors comes into why. Your skin They're, is kind of part of evolution. It is. So it it's is. It's evolving. It's a, it's a part of you surviving. Yes. And, and with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all those different concepts... As I got older, I learned to educate myself on the things that I've been told to be one track to mind about. I've opened myself to, to receive and to educate myself, just like we educate myself with the whole Afro-Latina concept. Mm-hmm. I wasn't completely educated on that, understanding that people can be from all different places and speak you know, some people don't know that it's people that are our complexion and they speak fluent Spanish better than somebody who they'll see who don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I yeah, had to yeah. open myself up. And that's having for a me. Pers- having a personal friend that identifies yeah. as Afro-Latina. Uh, Afro-Latina, it made me realize. Shout out to Kwani. Yeah. <laughs> so it made me realize, like, how if you keep yourself in a narrow mind perspective, you'll never be open to receiving everybody being in all different shapes, sizes, and colors. I think so, it, I think also just to add on that it's a caveat um, of people trying to kind of insecurity. I sometimes feel like it is because mm-hmm. when you think white, you think pure, you think um, better, you mm-hmm. think if it's white, that means it's cleaner. So I think when they put that oh white black, it's trying to make someone. It's like black naturally when you think black, you think dark, you think not really positive things about it. And that's yeah. why, you know, it's like, oh, they're black. And it's like, okay, what? That's why that word in that white, it's like, okay, white and black. Why are you making it? It's not It's white. not that simple. It's not that they're simple. Trying to, they're trying yeah, to add simplicity to Or it's, to even something it's just like, like you're trying to say it's white and black when we're, nobody's really white or black. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of going back to that term and the psych- psychology behind it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when you think nighttime, you think nighttime, you think, oh, dark not really you know usually bad things happen at night time so you think that but then i'm like you ever seen an all blacked out car that crap hard like you know what i mean so it's like and 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 then another thing to second for a while people think the moon and associate the moon with scary and creepy but little do you know the moon is basically just like the sun it's the moon gets its light from the reflection of the sun yes so the moon is placed there to give light and darkness yes so if you see look out to the stars the stars are in the sky to give light to darkness so if you limit yourself to only letting it be that it'll be that yeah yeah, so it goes back to what i feel like i think that it just needs to to really educate Mm -hmm. yourself and not allow Mm -hmm. yourself to be limited to one form of thinking about something and i think that's what a lot of people feel in these times like after trials and tribulations in these Mm -hmm. eras how long is the the lack of desire to want to educate yourself so limited Mm-hmm. In in a world so that is sort of... at your fingertips, yeah, Every, yeah, if yeah. you need to figure out something, it's at your fingertips. Whether you want, and, and then it goes back to the whole. It's just so much that goes into that, which we're going to dive into yeah. as we proceed into this. But for me, that's one of those things where I'm looking like me. I remember I read a post where they was talking about you being a certain way and not growing. 
at a certain age is your responsibility. It is. And that's where that's a lot why, of people go back onto the topic thing, yeah. where they be like, well, racism is taught, which is very true. Hate is taught. The lack of love for the next person is taught. And that goes back to the African-American community. Somebody who's saying that uh, a woman of, of fair skin or lighter skin is better than a dark skin girl, that might have been taught from her mom. Her mom, her mom might have raised her in an environment where she had a stepsister that was lighter, and her mom favored her sister more because... She brought more attention to her. But, it, but then that goes back even deeper yes, to, to the culture she's around. But if her mom lets her, the, you know, realize that, yeah, hey, regardless yeah. of your sisters being lighter yeah. or darker, y'all are sisters first. Yes. Y'all identify as being sisters. Nobody else got each other like each other. You can't allow, you know what I mean? So it really does go back to the condosiveness of how you're being raised. So you and, saying that brings back to the Netflix series, Madam C.J. Walker. Yeah. Where... And now we're talking about history here in America. You know, how do you love yourself when you're not taught to love yourself? Mm-hmm. And I can, and I think a lot of this is trauma. Yeah. And you go back to the psychology behind it all. It's trauma um, when you are set up to be against each other yeah. because of your skin or because this person is going back to, and it goes back to that that oh I they are superior because they are this type mm-hmm. of shade or doors because at the end of the day you can't ignore the fact that sometimes because of their it go back to the house slave and the, the the house slave and the person that's on the field. Usually the lighter shaded slave was indoors so they felt like they were better. Yeah. Because they're like, well I'm not that's getting treated. Also, that's also goes back excuse me. That also goes back to the systematic which we can touch right, on. Right, yes, which so, we are gonna talk about. But mm-hmm. just saying that it goes back to we need to, to start to realize what are the true trauma and effects that we are taking part of. Mm-hmm. Even even if it's intentionally or unintentionally, yep. what are you taking a part of first? goes back to that responsibility. Now, we could talk about all these different things, but let's go back to what triggers all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right now is what police brutality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, in America, right? You know, the Black Lives Matter movement. All these things that are going on now, we've been going through this for how many years yeah. and it seems like we're back we're back and we're on a carousel right we we think we're going somewhere we think we're doing things we're breaking history making records and we're still here um from all these different riots from all these different situations where we're trying to do better be better and it's back to where we are still in the same state you know um mm-hmm. so now what's going on now with all these killer killings like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, all these different constant for years now, police brutality. And this is now in a day and age, thankfully, for technology that yeah. we can record it. But how many times, how many places, like and you know, places like no offense, Mississippi or Alabama, these places that are very in the middle of nowhere, small town that don't have recording, yeah. that don't have these places. How how many times is this happening and we can't see about it? And I think that's why a lot of people are getting very emotional and angry because they're like, even now in this day and age, it's still the same. So yeah. it's like, so, where do we go from here? How yeah. do we get better? So, because we've been doing it. We've been trying. Mm-hmm. Even some people feel like we've been praying. We've been doing all this. And it still seems like it's no effect. So what can we do now? So I this goes back to my question where I feel like, what do you think as a people we we really should people in general meaning all people should do because to be honest it's been that way but why has it been that way because certain people don't want to change and that's a factor of life if you're somebody who knows you have a problem but you don't care to change i can't make you change Mm -hmm. once again and it goes back to why prayer 
and doing your part in educating yourself and educating the people around you and investing for into yourself so you can be that change. Because if one person don't get it, the next person might get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. It, it might not happen right away. Y'all got to think about what we're trying to do here. You, this is... Slavery for was um what four hundred years? Yes, slavery's been for you have to unturn four hundred years. Some of the people that were slave owners are probably still living now and they're raising their kids. So I also I don't think f- no slave owners still alive. I don't know. I don't know. My Girl, bad. somebody gonna be alive. That's like Noah age, honey, or Abraham <laughs> okay, age. Okay, well, what I'm saying is. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, somebody still four hundred. Hey, nah, not bro. still alive. What I'm saying is, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, think yeah, about it. What sick. if they were born in that last hundred year to four hundred year? You know, they might still be pushing. You know what I mean? They might be somewhere. Some they ain't really speaking but, though. It's oatmeal. Okay, though. they might not be alive. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have it. My Listen, bad. <laughs> they might not be alive. But their kids, hate is, is still alive through the people you teach. Yes, of course. So, I get it. At That's the end how of the day, going, if they're not alive, their kids got it. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So they, they kids got it. And it goes back to the kids. That mentality. Right. Because yeah, you know what I mean? I, I enjoy, I love working with kids, um, even at high school. So for me, I've seen how you see a kid, an Asian kid, a black kid, a white kid, they just worry about the toys. Like, even until, like, five or... Like, maybe around Talia age. That's yeah. when they start learning. Talia's our niece, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Talia, Sade, Fola, Sade. She, Sade is six years old. At that age, that's when she knows race and color. Yeah. But until you're, like, five or four, you're not... I mean, probably until, like, four, you're not really as pressed about it until mm-hmm. your parents make you feel nervous about it. About it, it yeah. Because at the end of the day, kids are taught these things. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I've seen... Literally two two year olds, they don't really care. Maybe three, they don't care about that. Stuff, they yeah. like, yo, I just want some food. Um, I worked at daycares where they were trying to, you know, kids were white, Asian, and they did not. Those kids did not see color at all. They were just trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. They wanted to share. They wanted to do these things. So it goes back to being taught. But like I said, what you just said made so much sense. Yeah. It's just like it's taught. So the thing is now, my main focus is. We I always to, tell people you you can't try to trying to change the world is a big deal. Yeah. Trying to change a nation is a big deal. Yeah. But you can change that two or three people that you work with. You can change yeah. your family. You got to start with you right can start where you're with at. where you're at right yeah. now because at this point it's starting where you're at. at it because is. you That's changing good. one person, it, I mean, at the end of the day, if you think about. The gospel, right? Whether you like to believe it, the gospel is keeping on because people are impacting the people closest to, to them. them. Yep. So that's why it's effective. It's been effective for how many years yes, now? Yes. Any religion is being effective because they're affecting the people closest to, to them, them. Mm-hmm. and then they're going out. So that's why any religion before we had phones, the fact is people knew about a lot of the, the principles and the, the word via what? Word, Word of, of mouth. mouth. These yeah. people didn't have no cars. They were donkeys and mules and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact is, they didn't have phones. Yeah. They only had letters. And they didn't, I don't think they did the little hawk thing like Avatar Last Airbender where they like flew birds. I don't think they did that. They probably did, but they didn't, that wasn't in and there. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> a lot of it was in person, yeah. be a family, be a small village, be yeah. a small town. Yeah. That's how it got out. So for me, it's like, now my main focus is your community, yeah. your family, mm-hmm. your friends, your job. So, that it can be way more effective. So and- what about 
Like, so what about the people who have family members that don't want to change? Because mm. see, it's kind of like that video of that girl. girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Haley. Shout Haley. out to Haley. Haley. She um, where she was talking to her parents, and yeah. she could tell them every day what the problem is. They weren't willing to receive, receive it. it. And it goes back to the same thing where I feel like we are living in two flip sides of the coins. You're yeah, either yeah. going to speak it to the people. Tell the people, hey, it's time for we need to we need to get better. And you going back and telling your, your family member, hey, that ain't right. They're not going to agree with it because they they some people rather not be confronted with their wrong and dealing. And that's with why it. I put that quote on there. Read that quote by Which James Baldwin. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. And it goes back to that yep. that video with the Haley girl. Mm-hmm. Her parents did not want to face the idea that even that they couldn't even. Could you imagine being so? so firm about what you believe that you can basically quote and say where you were wrong oh they're animals they're ghetto but you can't even hear that because you're so busy playing the defense and then the fact that he said he works in a ghetto i'm like so you out here feel like you can work in the ghetto and feel like you're helping but then you still see them it doesn't you're not helping because you still see see me the same way yeah so at some point it, you giving money and no effects. Drew back. Drew Brees, another topic. Drew Brees, you know, good football player, great football player. But the fact that even now, still, you still can't see. Yeah, you still even after your perspective you, hasn't changed. changed. Even yeah. though you're doing all this good, it doesn't change hey, anything. She, Thank you for doing good. Thank you for having a couple it's friends. About the perspective. But it's like you still haven't changed. Still. At this point, and not either perspective. That's another thing that's really important. Mm-hmm. You can say all day that oh, I have this one, this one uh, African American or black friend, but your perspective is only because you know the person. But you have to allow his his position and your compassion for him to have compassion for all people. Mm-hmm. It can't just be su- selective when it yeah. benefits you. It has to be a perspective like that, that needs to be applied to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I don't have nothing against black people, but I know this person, so it's okay. No, you need to apply that same principle of love and perspective to give them a willingness to every person. Yeah. But then it goes down to another a valid point where you have to be careful what you're feeding yourself. This culture, the news is so heavy on spinning what they want to spin. If you don't go out there and say, hey, if growing up, if my perspective was all black people are robbers, killers, and stealers, how long are you going to let that be the perspective that the news has put out? You just stay content on that. Yeah. You, they're not... You have to educate yourself and see that on top of you believe in what you want to believe. You do believe in what you want to believe, but you also got to tailor yourself to not allow just what's put out on the news or social media about a person be enough for you to go off of who they are as a person. Get to know a person. And it goes back down to if you're not making an effort to even try to get to know a person, you can't expect change to happen in you. If you've already shut them off, oh, I know everybody is, I know every person is this way. I know every girl, it's like me saying, every girl that uh, that work at the strip club is a bad person. But I, I didn't realize her trauma that, that she went through or why she's there or she got to feed her kids to, yes. or why she's... It, it's, it's, it's like after it's a while... It's kind of like you're saying all men are dogs. That's yeah. a common thing, right? Yeah. Of course, this is definitely not on the same detriment and effects as you know racism. But if I'm like all niggas, all guys, man, I try not to use that word niggas anyway. I'm trying to get out of that. But anyway... <laughs> I try to get better, y'all. I'm working yeah. on it. But culture again. But anyway, so men, right? <laughs> men as a whole, saying all men all are, men are dogs. Yeah. How is that going to be helpful? Right. Of course, they may guys. There might be some guys that might fall in that category. But if I 
put that up there before I even give them a to chance. To get to know people. Then I'm, I'm, I'm pigeonholing myself. I'm putting myself in a box. Yeah. And I choose that every time, every day, regardless of how many times I go through the mud or go through things where I'm like, man, this, <laughs> this ain't looking a little more left than it is right. But... The thing is, at the end of the day, I have to choose every day to not put any guy I meet in that category, category. until he yeah. put himself in there. But that takes responsibility. So it and does. that's self, though. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff, it yeah. does take self. It takes responsibility. And I feel like if we really want to make the world a better place, you got to take responsibility to yep. address those things that you have built up or from your experiences. Mm-hmm. I get sometimes experiences can limit you from what you Okay, I've been I've been in a situation where I was robbed all the time and the person was always African American and black. Okay, so now you got to look about who you're involving yourself around with. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of the day, you also got to remember the lifestyle and the type of pressure some African American men are in and the environment that they're in causes them that this is how I'm going to have to get it. Yeah, they got to get Whether it Whether you agree mud. with you yep. or not, this is how they got to get they it. They got to get it. They got to eat. They got mouths to feed. feed. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, that's not the only option. I do believe in that. But it's all, what about the people that are trying? And that's still the kind of pressure that they get. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it goes back to the whole, where people talk about white privilege, it goes back to the whole wanting to be aware and wanting to be addressed and it's the people that don't want to deal with it mm-hmm. so you, we have to deal with the people that want to deal with it yeah. that want to say okay i realize that i I'm, I'm living in a bubble my bubble does need to be and top. i think something i've learned to accept is some people don't want to change. change and that's okay and even in dating like and if you think about the correlation look you can't change somebody that don't want to be change. changed yeah and i know that's not what we want to hear so but, for me it goes back to now fight this fight differently yeah Fight it where you can. That's what I'm saying. Focusing on the people around you. Focus on your community. Yeah. Focusing on where your money goes. Yeah. Taking what you can have effect and power in and use it. Everybody got power to supply it to where it, where needs, it needs to be applied. The number. You're right. Because some people are just going to be like, well, what you going to do to me? You're not going to kill me. And even if you do, okay, whatever. But there's, there's this pridefulness. There's this yeah. cockiness. For me, now it goes back to what we said, right? Yeah. Protesting definitely. I mean, if that's your form and your outlet, do that. But, but, out of the protest, what are you doing? Are you planning? Are you putting in to practice mm-hmm. these things? For me, I believe faith without works is dead. So yes, you have faith. There's a difference. You, you're hoping and your, your faith is that you see that we will be united, right? Mm-hmm. Or that we will stand together, that this will end, yeah. right? What is your works? Protesting, okay. Pray about it, yes. But now what are you doing? I need to go back. I need to figure out, am I registered Let's to see. vote? Even now, mm-hmm. if that... If you feel like I can vote, but the politics, the systematic yeah. might still be overturned, you still voted. Now, a- after that, it's out of your hands. You did your part. Mm-hmm. Read up on the policies. But even now, you may not have a much effect nationally, but you definitely will have more effect locally, right? Mm-hmm. So who is your mayor? You can pick your mayor. Who is your Senate? Who who are these people that are your councilmen that are supposed to help you pass these laws yeah. that help hire your, your county police officers because you pay tax dollars right yeah so make sure when you pay your tax dollars that your tax dollars are you're using what your tax dollars are so for when i was at fort benning mm-hmm. um i was taking college classes and he made us i was like this is gonna be boring whatever it may be it was i think it was like american government or something like that and he made us sit in on a council meeting for the this is when i was stationed at fort benning and Columbus. And I'm like, this is about to be drawn out. You know what I mean? What is this? And the whole time I was there, I was actually like really intrigued. Yeah. Because the thing is, people come up and there were people that were trying to um, 
pass bills or buy land or switch zoning. And one person was trying to buy a place that was historical site, but he didn't want to mention that. And he was just a business owner. It was a well-off historical site for a black pharmacist. Yeah. Right. And somebody said, hey, somebody spoke up and was like, hey, uh, you're trying to buy this land. But isn't that a historic property for a black pharmacist? He was like, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? He's like, well, we're not going to do this because it's historic. He's like, well, it's it's messed up. It's run down. He's like, yeah, but it's still a historical site. We're not going to let you buy this land and zone it to build a you know, like apartment or a business thing. He was yeah. basically about to take what was our legacy and try to just kind of, you know, brush it under the rug. rug. Right. Which goes back to gentrifying, right? The gentrifying of raising prices, doing all these different things, the research behind it. But if you really feel this way, start buying these lands or even sitting into these council so meetings before they get up. approved to build, yeah. object. Yeah. Because they, everybody has to go through steps. You have to get approved to do a lot of these things. Building, um, buying land, whatever it may, these policies that are passing, these curfews, these things that cops are allowed to do, that has to go through a process. It doesn't just go. It doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't. And that's what I'm saying. They even had this thing where it was like a Columbus air thing. I can't remember. But it's where you couldn't, that people couldn't smoke indoors. They were trying to pass this bill for clean air because they were trying to target places that were having a lot of like smoking and places that it was, it's affecting kids that were in those cool school areas. Yeah. They had to talk about that. That bill got passed. So now it's cleaner air. So now establishments have to ensure that if they're having hookahs and tobacco places, that they have a good air filter to help people that don't smoke yeah. can still breathe cleanly yeah. and, and have outlets. But they had to go through these steps because people were trying to still pass these laws. So it goes back to that's how you can be effective. Yeah. Are you t- attending these meetings? Are you running for politics or politics? I get it. I don't really care for politics either. It's, but it's, I still am going to take notice because at the end of the day, these people, you live on this this earth. You live on this land in that city. So when you live in these cities, pay attention to these policies. Yeah. Go to these meetings. And if you don't like it, you can speak up against it. You can object. Yeah. Th- that's why this is supposed there, to be power in numbers. It is. And it's powers in numbers. It People, is. if you don't know, then how can you expect to, you know, make that difference? So for me personally, that's what I want to start paying more attention to. Mm-hmm. What is, what bills are being up? What land zonings are changing? What are, what are they trying to do where I stay now? Yeah. In my city. And if I don't like it, who is about part of that representing what I don't like or who can I talk to to make the difference? Yeah. Like the bus routes, right? They told they started protesting for more bus routes and start saying we need more bus routes back on our side of town in Clayton County on the south side, right? Yeah. They brought the bus routes the bus bus routes back in, right? Because mm-hmm. people started talking about it again. Yeah. Right? Because they needed a way out because it stopped, right? Marta. So yeah. it goes back to how, what are you using your voice for? What yeah. are you using? What are you saying mm-hmm. to let them know to make the difference? Yeah. If you don't hold anybody accountable, then it's like, well, they're going to keep doing, doing what they're doing. They doing. Yeah, and it goes back to educating yourself. Yes, it does. So for me, that's just like on that standpoint, voting, maybe you got to vote for president. Okay, they're going to do what they want to do. But more importantly, the smaller side of the House, the Senate, those people, Congress, those, the legislative, the branch. legislative, all these people that are small that you think don't make a difference. They make more of a difference. You could do more change at the lowest level than at the higher layer mm-hmm. level. You yeah. got to be mindful about that. So maybe for us, pay attention to the lowest level, you know what I mean, yeah. will help make some change, um, especially in your local cities and mm-hmm. towns. Um so what are you saying, education? How do you feel about education? Would you, you was about to say something? Oh, no, I just wanted to say also, I think 
we need to look at ourselves individually as well. Yeah, yes. that's so what you were saying. What my I know my mom always said when I was younger to stay alive in situations like that because you know everyone's talking about what's going on with the cops and stuff. So to stay in live situations like that, you have to listen to what they say, mm-hmm. shut your mouth to stay alive. Like yeah. people don't like to hear that, but it's true. I keep seeing these videos and these clips of you know what African American or white, just people in general. But we're yeah. talking about black people. Uh, getting pulled over or getting into these situations that's not fair. Yeah. And they start running their mouth. They start screaming. They start, you can't do this. And blase, blase. And it's this whole thing instead of just being quiet. Yes. Not saying nothing. Mm-hmm. And just sitting there. And that's how you stay alive. Yeah. People don't, people just, hate when I say things like that because they think I'm victim blaming and stuff like that. What these people get, you do not deserve. The death that we get through cops, we don't deserve it at all. Yeah. But what can we do individually? To stop, to keep ourselves alive. Shut up. Listen. And if they take you away off some bull, then you'll have your day in court. You'll have your day to to fight your argument. But don't make a scene. Don't lose your mind. Don't lose your cool in the heat of the moment because that's when terrible things happen. But see, what are situations where you don't do anything at all and you still get taken out? And I think that's why people are upset because they're like, at the end of the day, you're saying it's not fair and it's not justice and it's 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 just shut up. Uh-huh. But it's like, what if I'm still shutting up? It still doesn't change that I still can get killed. Yeah. I can. That's why people are upset about George Floyd. He was compliant. He kept to himself and he still got killed. Yeah. So it, it, either way, you're gonna get killed, and that's yeah. what people are upset about. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. That is but right. Yeah. Either way, either way, you can still get killed. killed. No, yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm just talking about situ- like things that I've seen. Like yeah, situations yeah, yeah. that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've all seen these videos. Yes, I've before. been I've been in constant been, situations. Yeah. Because I have a brother that is African American and he, he But well, yes, my, my brother faced, been, my brother has been falsely falsely incarcerated. And even after the fact he's complying, he's doing everything. He but the thing is what you don't understand is regardless if you get arrested, right? Mm-hmm. You still gotta get bail. Even if they're wrong, they're still gonna make you pay for them being wrong. And that's why people are upset. Why am I paying for your wrong? You, but I know, but in that situation, you're alive. That's what I'm saying. Your brother is still here. That's true. I mean, the things that that, they go through is terrible, and I'm not. But I'm just, I get, yeah, I get. But I'm just saying, like, they're alive. I just, I'm sick of seeing these things. I get what you're saying. Live to fight another day. That's what I'm saying. I'm sick of seeing these things where people are losing their mind and they're yelling and they're cussing and they're disrespecting. First of all, you should not even just cops. You shouldn't disrespect people the way that they disrespect certain certain people. Like you just shouldn't do that, no matter what's happening. I'm a firm believer in, and it's got me very far in my life, kill people with kindness. If if there's a terrible situation, mm-hmm. you try to be as nice and as sweet as possible, and you pray and ask God to see you through it. But the most important thing, like all I'm trying to say is to keep to stay alive. You know, yeah, I get it. terrible things happen, but Live to stay to fight alive. Another day. That's yeah. your concept. Just yeah. listen. I get what you're saying. And that's what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Try to live to fight another day. And what if you're still trying to live to fight another, another day? You still get killed. killed. Yeah. That's what people are talking about and people are saying. saying yeah. I'm I'm still living trying to fight another day. I'm still. So you can't. It's like I, I can't win both ways. And that's yeah. where people are in that. That. Uh, how that, can that, I. That, that, that wrestle. Yes. Because it's I'm, like I'm trying I'm to not be that person. I'm trying. Trying to educate, I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying not to put everybody in the box, but for some reason, it feels like. And that's this why is people are so upset about George Floyd because yeah. they're like, he was actually being well, a normal. See, I didn't see. All I saw, obviously, is what everyone else saw, like him on the ground and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of the stuff that happened before. Yeah, I see, no I idea. have. So oh, you that's, did? Okay. Yeah, so that's why I was saying. 
if you see in the video, he's like, what's going on? He's like, here. And then he's, he was literally not even by the car yet. He was against the wall. They're like, sit down. He's like, man, what I do, what I do. See that right there. That no, right no, there. What but I he has the right to ask. No, listen. No, no, let, me right let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? It's like, hey, just sit down. He's like, okay. He literally is like, all right, man. He's like, all right, man. And then he literally is again. He are his, he's already in handcuffs. He's not trying to. He was also this man was a big dude. Yeah, he was huge. He could have easily took them down. He asked, what's going on? It's like we need to put your hands behind your head. He did that. After that, he's like, okay. He's shaking his head. You can shake your head. Yeah. But he he still was compliant. He wasn't aggressive. No. Nope. None of that. No. Nope. He even walked to the wall willingly and sat down. He just like, man, like what what's going on? Yeah. He's, so the whole time, from the beginning to the end, there was no sign of aggression at all. And even then, when they put him down on the ground, he was still compliant. It was no sense of aggression there. Yeah. And even then he he said one time, what's going on, man? What's going on? They didn't give him an answer. Didn't. He let it go. He didn't keep trying to prowl for the answer. Even after all that, he still got killed. So at this point, it's like you can tell me, let me live to fight another day. Obey. Do this. Don't be too aggressive. Smile. Say your name. Do all these things. You can still do all that and still get murdered. I yeah. know, but what I'm saying is I, I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, is we're going to be in those situations, okay? We're going to be in those situations. And if you have two choices, whether to run your mouth, scream, say what I do, fight, or don't say anything and just listen to what they say, no matter how mean and evil it is, swallow your pride. Try to swallow your anger. But it's not pride. I, not pride. Not pride. I'm sorry. That's pride is the wrong not, word. Yeah. yeah pride is the wrong word. Pride. I'm talking about yeah, anger because you, you're angry in that situation. Yeah, yeah you can. I've, listen, all black men that I know have a story with the cops. I have a few of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. run with the cops. You know me. Like, I ain't with no trouble. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I've had plenty. But what I'm saying is, if you have two choices to make, make the yeah. better choice is just to listen and yeah. don't say anything. That's all I'm saying. That's what I, my mom has beaten to my head. I, and she I get always that, said, but hold that's, your piece, hold See, that's, okay, that's so what we're talking that's about. That's what we're talking about. Your that has been The point your, that your mom has to beat that in your head as a mother, who knows what, what kind of pressure or heaviness your mom feels when she sends you out somewhere? Yeah. Or in the area, definitely you growing up in the type of, you were blessed and privileged enough to yeah. have the best that your parents could offer you. Yep. But your mom still sending you to a school that was a predominantly white and uh, white school, she still could say, what if they seen him one day and they just decided to attack him yeah. and take and your life? Did, yeah. she, she beat that into your into you for your now you're good. you're trying to survive. That's what I'm saying. That is from survival. survival. Your and mom it's okay. beat that into you because she wants yeah. you to survive and hopefully live to see another day because of what the color of your skin. And that's what people are feeling like. Why should an African American man that's five six have that kind of pressure to warn about him? If I go to down the street and just because I'm a black man, this police officer might harass me and I might comply and my kid could still die because he's just a black man. So it goes back down to where most people feel like this the system needs to be set up where it should be a fairness that gives African-American mother, African-American women, black men, the opportunity to have an option at what they everybody has. Everybody has the option to live. And now listen, listen this, this but fairness it, thing. This is listen. The world isn't fair. Okay? I know nothing that. is fair. I know that. All I'm all I'm saying is mm-hmm. nothing. This fairness thing is just ridiculous to me. We we what we're going through is not right. But yeah. what I'm saying is, we've been through this our whole lives. 
whether it be in a greater scale or a lower yeah, scale. That is We've right. We've been protesting since forever. Yeah. We've been fighting back yeah. since forever. Yeah. Maybe not as organized as we should be as, <laughs> as other people are. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. But we've been doing this same cycle over and over. Of course. And, and we that's get why to we're the same you. exact place. But that's what I'm so saying what I'm, now. All yeah. I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, since we keep doing this thing over and over, what you need to do is figure out a way, yeah, to stay alive. But that's that's but, what we're so that's listen. What, that's what we're saying. This is what I'm trying to say. I've never said that. But my let's just do example, right? If this girl is getting beat on every week, do she keep just staying for a while? For years, she might stay in it, but at some point, she's gonna want to get out of that abuse. Yeah, she's learned to. Hey, he's gonna punch me two or three times. He'll stop. I will just wait till if he's drunk, he beats on me. So if he gets drunk, I just know just to get beat up, but it's going to be good. Right. He doesn't beat on me every every day, but he beats on me only when he drinks. So I can kind of stay alive because I still love him, the kids. But at some point, it's like you, you're going to get tired of taking that abuse for so long. And sometimes people end up dying. And it's like, was that worth it? You just trying to stay alive, was it worth it? Right. What I'm saying is... So for you to... Life is not fair. I never said yeah. life was fair. We all know this. Everybody's dealt with the card. Everybody has their own issues and struggles. But like I said, even now in this situation, my main focus is life is not fair. If you can do whatever you can to survive, try to survive. And that's what you're saying. Just try to survive. And that's nothing try wrong with to make with it another that. day. But it doesn't change the fact that, okay, I survived this, but now that I'm alive, what am I doing to, so it doesn't keep happening? And that's what people are saying. What we've been doing, rioting and stuff like that, but more importantly, the other factors, right? Education. My biggest thing is changing the environment, right? At the end of the day, there's always going to be something bigger than what we see yeah. that we're wrestling against. Yeah. And that's what I understand. Because yeah. this is a fallen and broken world. There's so much ugly things going on that is not fair. Kids, girls are every day being so sex trafficking. Yeah. There, that's the ugliness that we don't talk about. That there is literally child sex slaves still going on to this day that it's not even illegal in certain countries. countries. Yeah. That yeah. is very true. Right now in America, what we're trying to address is a history of racism from the indians to you know what i mean it's just it's just a reoccurring root this is a seed that has been planted and we're now these are the fruits and the this is what is being shown now mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying trying to address the seed issue um and from you you're saying hey survive try to just survive yeah. biggest just live but even then in those situations when you're still trying to survive you can still die yeah. so people are just like you know what hey <laughs> we're gonna die regardless right right so People are angry and upset, and all these things are going Which on. Is, so for it's me, it's right to feel, but you gotta. For me, it's okay to feel, but don't allow how you're feeling. Because I tell people all the time, sometimes being pulled over from the cops, you even got two choices: you're gonna be on pins and needles, or you're gonna learn how to keep yourself together and not get emotional. But once again, you feeling how you feel. You know, feeling less than all those different things are real feelings. It's yeah, a yeah, feeling yeah, that yeah. comes from some people, and it do, some people don't get that. They don't have. They don't feel get that feeling. Some people don't get that feeling, and I think that's the one thing most people are trying, trying to. to that is like, look, you not, you can't. It's kind of like someone trying to talk to you, and you're like, you can't relate. Like, don't try to tell me. Don't tell me I'm not hurting. Don't tell me. And that's what people are upset. Like, don't tell me it, it don't exist or it don't I affect think, people. Yeah, because literally. People are traumatized. Like, people are having PTSD from these things. Yeah. Even when they didn't even physically go through this, the thought of. Yeah. Why Why would you want to live in fear? Who wants to live in fear like yeah. that? Especially in this world and day and age when you're 
the problem is you're profiting off of us. You athletes, music, acting, publicly undermined. Like yeah. so, but the thing is, like you're you're that saying you want our rhythm, but you don't want our blues. So it's just one of those things. Like in any relationship, when you're undervalued, at some point you don't get sick and tired of being not respected. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, my thing is okay. Even though we don't, we can't earn their respect. Yeah. So now people it's are not trying my to place. Yeah. Yeah. We can't one. earn their respect, even though we want it. We can't earn their respect. We may not never get it. So for me, my main focus is like, look, you can't force someone to respect you, even if they want to not get it. It sucks because the effects is detrimental, life and death, especially people in power. But fight how you can, which is I'm saying going back to voting, but more importantly, education. Yeah. Like I still can't stand the fact that if you're in a poor area, your education is going to be less likely because why? Because what funds the schools is the taxes in that area, right? Yes. So better schools, usually who are wider areas or sometimes well more off diverse areas, areas, more yeah. diverse areas have better books, better schools, better things, better education. Now that's that's a systematic side. How do we break that? Because why that are kids systematic, yeah. in why can't kids in you know harder areas who do have trauma why are they not having better books they need it more than the people that don't yeah you know what i mean why don't they have better tutors that can help them you know what i mean and it's like well that's not our responsibility so it's keeping that dynamic keeping that segregation right they kind of like so that like, kind of they like of- that so for me that's more effective to me targeting that how do we get more of those books better books better teachers better things for those places that yeah. don't well, have the opportunity well the, the the tough thing is i mean and again it, it going to that point it goes back to to prayer and trusting god because you have education like me like you guys said i was privileged enough to grow up uh, in a very nice area with parents that both worked you know what i mean a bunch of around a bunch of rich white kids and um my sister my little sister she grew up in that system just like me, and you know now she's a doctor. She's a neuro um, doctor in New York, and to this day, she's had education. She's had the the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, even the faith, even the love, even saved. But every time she's in a hospital, and she walks into one of her patients' rooms, they look at her and go, "I don't want you. I want the nurse." Or, "I don't want you. I want the doctor." They look at my sister and then go. I don't want you. I want the doctor. They just automatically think she's a nurse. Nurse. To this day. And she's like looking at her coat. (laughs) I am the doctor. And they're like, oh. You know what I mean? And she's had those education and stuff. So even if you have those things, it comes down to prayer. It comes down to faith. And like you said, you can't fear. It's tough. It is. That's why you need to have God. Yeah. Because it's it's very tough. It and is I tough. Hundred yep. percent agree with what you said. It is tough about the fear, or you said about the fear you get when you get pulled over and stuff. Same exact way for me. I'm like, all right, yeah. chill, chill. Let's get but ready it also for this. Goes, you know yeah. what I mean? You gotta like hype yourself up. All right, let's do this. <laughs> so I get what you said, but you gotta yeah. pray. That's why. Again, the protesting and stuff. If you want to do that, that's fine. If that's yeah. how you release, fine. But to me, that stuff isn't going to change anyone's mind. Yeah. Everyone's going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then back to their normal thing while it's over. So that's, that's what I was going back pray. to. So that's, but you see, that's why I was saying what I was saying. I was uh-huh. saying for me, if you really want to be that change, start affecting where it starts at, at the yeah, lowest level. Probably, these yeah. kids, helping them. I think black men need more therapy than anything. The hood, hood, hood guys—they need therapy. therapy yeah. So how do you break these chi- these chains, these cycles, these yeah. hopelessness? For me, my target is we need more people that are trying to go back to where these hurts, educate, these issues, yeah, these things are. Yeah. Another thing is financial literacy, right? 
we are taught to only just rock brands and all this stuff. Because if he ain't dribbling the ball or he ain't spitting, he probably not getting bands, right? He not getting money. So how can you make tell more businessmen? Make sure yeah. promote more of that. Because at the end of the day, no offense, if you sell drugs, you're a businessman. You are. Cause you get your you get your plug, your supply. I'm not gonna promote how to sell drugs. I feel like I am. Let's <laughs> go explain it. Anyway, break it down. Break it down for anybody that don't know about this. I'm not promoting sell drugs. I'm just saying anybody that kind of know it's business. Cause oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna use candy. Let me just say candy. candy. I'm gonna sell candy. It's I'm fun. not gonna tell people how they sell drugs. It's business. It's just illegal business. <laughs> yeah, it's business illegal. But anyway, yeah, some 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 businesses white collar. Some businesses. Just but wrong, at the end so. of the day, I'm not gonna break Whatever. down how people sell drugs. That's that's for you to know. If you don't know, then Google it. Um, <laughs> anyway, I sold candy in high school because I couldn't work because my mom didn't have. We didn't have a car right now, so I need to sell candy. Anybody that know me, I sold candy when I went to my high school. So I was selling fruities. Hot Cheetos. I understood that. And I'm going to be honest. At the time, like, my mom would give me some money. She'd be like, here you go, Lola. I was like, mom, I want to start selling candy because I wanted to pay for my cap and gown and I wanted to buy my first car. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sell candy. Mm -hmm. That can help me put towards money to sell, uh, to buy my first car. So what I did, I started selling candy. So I went there, went to a wholesale. I bought my candy. I knew, okay, if I sell this for this much how much does it cost me to replenish my stock? How much profit will I get off of this? So I, my prices had to be reasonable enough where my high school students can be able to buy this stuff, but also that I can make a profit off of, okay, I have to sell two or three times to make a profit enough, yeah. but I still have to make sure I can always replenish my stock to keep money in my pocket, right? How do you understand that concept? How do you promote that? Like, for example, selling selling lemonade they don't really do that now but back in the day people sold lemonade why because it taught kids how to make money yeah so for me and it's save like, money save money so even now in these minority or poor areas why are, there need to be more programs that help them get in their trade school you yeah. know they're starting to pull out a lot of these having those classes about nursing and work um like uh mechanics uh, uh plumbing all, all those stuff. different things yeah having those highlight those things but educating them more so financial literacy what does it mean to have a credit card what does it mean to be debt what does it mean these are not promoted and, and for me it goes back to it the also school system school system and also parent parenting yes. and yes. a lot of people in the poverty areas are single parents the single mom really can't afford to sit down and teach some of this stuff because she got to put food on the table, table. Yep. but it also goes back down to the responsibility part of it as an individual you have to start taking a responsibility when you bringing kids into the picture hey if I didn't figure out how to be successful what am I doing to make sure my kids are successful and it goes back to and that's why I so for me it's like if you really want to make a difference start start by but what's in front of you right so yeah. if you grew up from this if you grew up and you made it out of a place that ain't the best what are you doing now for the streets what are you doing now what are you doing for these areas okay yo i'm going to create business right now i'm gonna create better business right or yeah. i'm going to make policies or i'm gonna give back to this school or mm -hmm. i might become uh, find teachers that are wanting to teach those type of things setting up those programs yeah to help Better. And it is it is a lot of rappers and celebrities and people that's doing that. But yeah, yeah they're doing that because they could do it. But a lot of people think you gotta have a lot to give back. Yeah. And people gotta realize you can give back with 
what just you're doing little. every day. Yeah. You could be that one person that got that one friend that you always tell them, hey, this is what you need to do. Investing in them. Yeah, People yeah, think yeah, you yeah. got to be some big person to invest. No, and you, you can invest in your community, in your environment on a very small level. If that's going outside and being positive to females and calling them beautiful and letting them know that she's beautiful all shapes exactly. and stuff, like. Don't wait until it's a big problem to fix something that's right in front of you. We got to start taking responsibility and that's for I'm the problems saying, yeah. that need to be fixed in our community. And to yeah. me, it's just for me, it's honestly like teachers, right? People don't want to be teachers because they feel like, oh, well, if you don't want to be a teacher, then you can still, like I said, volunteer after school places, help chaperone field trips. Do those things. Reach out. Also, you have friends that are maybe business owners. Or, like, for example, if you're a photographer, find ways to make, uh, do makeovers. Help people feel better about themselves. For for example, if you're a black therapist, find ways where you can start giving out pro bono type work. And maybe donning, but do pro bono work. Where you are sitting out doing once a month where you do free therapy for black men in rough areas so they can vent to you. If that's what you want to do, that's... Use your profession to give back to the community. community yeah. For example, if you're a black teacher, they're already a lot. A lot of them go back to provish areas to help what they experience. That's good. You're yeah. doing what you can. You're doing that change. Yeah. Fighting that little battle. So even now, a lot of people might say, for me, my biggest thing is financial literacy, right? I feel like now but I'm, it's I'm trying to educate myself now, but yeah. even now in the community, it's not talked about, talked about or not a lot. You know, we promote culture of clothes and all that stuff like that. That's cool. We, I, I feel like you focus so much on the external and on outer. What about the inner? So for yeah. me, it's like let's not lose sight of that. Back yeah. in the day, they time. understood that education was key, power was key because it opened doors for you. Just like what Brandon said with his sister, even though they don't believe that she's that doctor, the fact is that she is the doctor though. The label's there, you know. The what label, I mean? yeah. I've, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, yes. Oh, give me. No, I don't need. I don't need the nurse. I need the doctor. Well, she is the doctor, and I think we've gotten better at it. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially as black women as a whole, we've been trying to educate ourselves. Even us as a whole, we've been trying to educate ourselves, ourselves, which is really good. So um, I feel like for me, we have to focus on. Uh, for me, I can speak from my experience. In these last few years, I took the time out to say one, learning how to. Not only say what I want to do, but be what, what I, I want to do. Yeah. So I've been more attentional about educating myself, learning what I need to do, taking responsibilities of the things that I did out of my own ignorance with my financial literacy or just just being, being uncomfortable so I can change and grow. So I feel like for the change to come in, in the future, yeah, it's certain things we can change, which which is goes back to the system and being more attentive. And there's certain things we just cannot change. Mm-hmm. And we have to accept and receive that and just work on what we can work on. And yeah. then let everything else happen. Like, I'm a firm believer that at the end of the day, God already knows how everything else is going to end. So I've laid, I've done the best that I have could with everything. And it goes back down to, you know, a lot of people say, well, you say this and you say that and all these different things. And then it goes back to the whole how racism, segregation started in the church. But people also got to remember, you know, at the end of the day, it's better. People are stronger united than they are divided. Mm-hmm. So with coming with the country of who they're trying to bring people together at the end of the day, people are better united than they are divided. Yeah. So division is going to be prevalent just the way unity is going to be prevalent. So out of this, it might it might be certain people right now who are building friendships that they never thought they would build, build that can change the future mm. for next. You, I know right now it looks very ugly. 
But who knows what good is coming out of what looks ugly. But we have, for me, I've learned to have a much open perspective about at the end of the day, God is in control of everything. This year has been one of those years where I'm just like, I, she sh- shook the table. He shook everything. You know what I mean? It's just not in America. It's everywhere. So it might People might, this might bring people together. And I believe it's bringing people together. People thought they never, bubbles are being popped. People are making those changes in their company. Realizing that, hey, I think I'm, I'm racist. Well, the first step to admitting you have a problem, the first step to you fixing a problem is admitting you have a problem. So maybe this is one of those things that some people that's admitting, some people that hasn't admitted. And that's fine. That's just how you choose to live your life. So I feel like in this whole process, I feel like good is coming out of it. Even though it don't seem like it. I, I do believe that good is coming out of it, in my opinion. And what you said right there, the whole concept of racial. Now, this is now if you if you're not a believer, if you don't really like to put yourself, identify yourself as a uh, as someone who believes in a higher power, that's on you. Um, but even now, when I look at it back, and even now, some people don't like. I don't believe in a white man's religion, right? Because oh uh, yeah, <laughs> you had those conversations. That's a white man's religion. Right, um, and it goes back to what we've been, what what has been perversed. Yeah, and if you understand perverse, it's just people have used that manipulation. It goes back to manipulation. You yeah. know what I mean? And trying to have control and power. So people have taken what the thing is. If you, that's why I also said education, because back in the day, slaves couldn't read because they knew if they couldn't read, they didn't know anything better. That's why I would say read books, promote reading books. At the end of the day, because it's the like right books too, though. reading the right books, but just reading back in the day, people, they were hunger. They were hungry to read. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were hungry to educate themselves mm-hmm. because education is power. They understood that. So for me, it's like back in the day, they would use their faith as manipulation and it's flawed. Nothing's perfect. I agree. Yeah. And even now there are still people that say they go to church and you know call themselves christian and are still racist you can't be both period right right so for me if you really read and receive it truly there's no way you can coincide together yeah now will i say there's always gonna be hypocrites no matter what you do where you go there's always gonna be people so for me that kind of answered my problem kind of answered most of it for me and it's like even now that's the problem. People are not addressing it in person in the in Christian church. Yeah. Nobody's addressing it. People wants to kind of not, you want to skate around it. You tiptoeing around it and it needs to be in your face. It goes back to accountability. And like you said, self-responsibility. So racial, re- racial reconciliation in the Christian church it has to start with the leadership and the people. Yeah. Just cause you have two or three black people in the uh, audience doesn't mean you're not racist. You're cool with those two, three people but when you get out there there's been times where i've even encountered um where i went to a uh, church and i'm like Ooh, i'm only one, i'm only black person here <laughs> or i'm like it's only three of us here and i'm just like and when i walked in they looked at me i looked at them you know that smirk that smile where you don't show any teeth but you kind of just like hey how are you but you really don't want to speak but you just smile i was like this is awkward for me you know what i mean so I've encountered that before, and um, I'm just like it's sad. Sometimes I was upset. I got one time I got really upset because like at this point, day and age of my age, get over it, get over it. Yeah. And a lot of people feel that way. But I'm like, if you truly say you are, you know what I mean? There's no way you can have that in you. 
Now, I'm not saying you're not going to be perfect or work out, but why has it not hit home? And I'm like, you know what? That's beyond That's me. not your job. I'm it's like, you know what? Me. But I'm like, you do it in front of me, I'm going to call you out. Yeah. But people are not calling people out. And yeah. it goes back to that. So even now, like what you said, when we went to this conference in Atlanta, which is called Passion Conference, we experienced something. And even Tola, you said you experienced Yeah. Something. It was just basically where it was two uh, African-American females sitting at the end of the, end of the stairway. And it was like a flow of traffic. You know, like that unspoken word of flow of traffic? It was a flow of traffic that was happening. And basically, with the flow of traffic, it basically ended where it was two... My bad, I got sidetracked. Let me start over. So basically, it was two African-American girls sitting down at the end of the stair staircase. And me and some of our uh, my friends at the church, we all were there... We seen a Caucasian boy go down the stairs where the two girls were sitting and basically walked right through them while they were sitting down there, like where they had to move. And we're thinking to ourselves, it was a flow of traffic walking one way. Why would you go down the stairway where you see nobody went because they were sitting on the stairs? Why did you feel so comfortable to say they had to get up? You know what I'm saying? Everybody's already going this way. They seen that they were sitting on the stairs. Why did you have to be the person to feel comfortable enough, almost in a sense entitled enough to see them sitting down and make it them separate themselves to sit down? Everybody seen they were sitting down there, so they just follow the flow of traffic. That's just the way people were doing it. And for me, it stood out because, well, one, is my perspective, if it, is it me looking at it like, oh, he just feels entitled because he's a car. And I was like, well, no, because nobody else did it. Nobody else did it, and in the little the, it for me that's also like showing in my is is making those people think like how could they be at I don't want to be a part of uh it that could ruin somebody the wrong way just like how some people growing up in the church could ruin their perspective about you know God they have to make their own opinion and learn it yeah. it's the same concept those two African American girls could look like oh no I don't want to be no Christian because look how they treating us. He literally bamboozled himself through us while we're sitting down. A lot of people feel and, like that. And at the end of the day, in my, I know what they experienced technically wouldn't be considered the subject for all white people. But right at that moment, they couldn't understand it. And we've seen it. Three Three individual African-American girls seen that. I was looking like, well, why did he just go around? That makes no sense for him to walk through them and he see them sitting down there. And that rubbed them the wrong way. That's enough right there to take the whole image of what unity is supposed to come. Yeah. And that's where I feel like it needs to be a call for action. And I know a lot of people see this, but it needs to be a call for action in the community when it comes to the church, when it comes to leaders, to followers, to be better about it, to be more intentional. Because sometimes myself, I have to be like, uh-oh, they go, that don't matter. But see, that's something God has to work on for everybody. Because at the end of the day, he don't see color. He right. sees and, your heart. Yeah, and you know then it mean? goes back to even now, um, like, oh, we serve, oh, we volunteer in, like, you know, predominantly black areas. But... What are you doing now? Like, what's in your what's in your heart? But I'm saying, like, do you still lock the door though when somebody black walk around? Like, do you still lock the door? Like, I I feel like I've had that experience where I walk past a uh, a car and she locked the door, and I'm like, okay, honey, ain't nobody want to steal none of your stuff. Yeah, but even then, sometimes I and I'm gonna say, of course, I'm not saying Koreans. I was in Korea, and when I was stationed in Korea. There was times where I didn't feel black. 
I just felt like a foreigner. I didn't feel black. Yeah. Because my friend, she walked in, she wasn't black. And then I walked in and we had the same feeling. And I was like, wow, this is what it feels like? Yeah. To not be like, yo, I'm black. Like, yeah. I'm just someone who's not Korean. Yeah. Um, and I've experienced that before. So I'm like, dang, this is, I can, I can do this. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, of course, there is some places where they are racist. and Racism is worldwide. But it I'm is. saying there were places where they didn't care. They just want to know if you were going to buy something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care. They just yeah. want to know where you're going to buy. Yeah. They just knew that you had money because you weren't from here. So they were just trying to sell you. They didn't care if you were whatever. They yeah. just want to make money. Yeah. And for me, I experienced it. I'm like, dang. Like, so that means I ain't really got to deal with it. And yeah. places I didn't feel racist. I didn't feel like I was a black person. And it's easy to escape. And I'm going to be honest. Sometimes even now, people even now are not speaking up because they have that job. And if they speak up, they might lose their job. Yeah. You know, and for that, those people, it's like... It's going to be hard, but you have to make a decision yeah. on what you got to do. Because some people rather just be like, you know what? It's just too much. I got, I like my life. My life is peaceful. It's comfortable. I ain't got to deal with that. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And it doesn't affect them. They don't affect them. Or their family don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And that's the other side. Oh, their family doesn't have to worry about it. So it's, it's not my problem. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, oh, it's not my problem. But it's like, what if one day it is? You know what I mean? And it should be your problem because in this day and age, it's like a lot's going on. So for me, it's like there's so many ways that you could, um, how can I say, uh, be proactive by either voting, paying attention to more of your council meetings, seeing what bills are being passed locally, um, education, finding ways to get back to your local schools. Having responsibility, educating yourself, financial yeah. literacy, money talks. Money still at the end of the day talks. So, however you can use your money to talk for you, use it. You know what I mean? And, so, in love, I feel like yes. a lot of people, the sense of compassion and love for everybody, that's really going to be for me. Like, my new target is it's easy to love somebody that's it's easy to have compassion on people and care for people because you're benefit, benefit from them. If maybe this might be a call for us to have to love and understand people a little bit more deeper. You know what I mean? With everything that's going on. I think on. ourselves too though. I think we need to I feel like we need to be as um we need to be as um united as no offense to Asians <laughs> or the Indians or the Hispanics. They stick together. Yeah. When it's it's a big deal. So I think unity is definitely important. Um, all these different things. Tell you want to drop out a couple dates just in case people want to. Okay, out there. so we have a few uh, statewide up. election dates. Um, June 9th, twenty twenty is primary. August eleventh, twenty twenty is primary runoff. November third, twenty twenty is general election. Uh, December first, twenty twenty is state runoff election. January fifth, twenty twenty one is federal runoff election. So definitely get out there and vote. And the poll young. hours is from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yes, and that's for uh, Georgia because we reside in GA. Um, yeah. So definitely tune in. Um, uh, we thank you guys for listening. So again, this is a definitely sensitive topic, um, but we just want y'all to give, just give you a different perspective. Yeah. Um, we're educating ourselves as too well. as well. Be at it is a process. Um, so yeah, just definitely and understand that God is in control of everything. Yeah. So I mean, it is. We get the state that we live in is the way it is, but the only person that can really make the change that's starting from internal is God. And I do believe that firmly because I was changed. And the only way I made that change was receiving God. Yeah. And Jesus is my Lord and Savior. So I just want to go ahead and drop <laughs> J-E-S-U-S in the picture. 
but yeah but yeah we just want y'all to stay encouraged be mm-hmm. at peace um please um it's hard out here but just take it one day at a time yeah and that's all you need to do thank you for tuning into our episode seven um you good so, so we, we good, good.